Welcome to the Lead Podcast and Lead. It's good to be back last week. Rob, I'm so bummed. We did not give Rob the recorder and not by the recorder, but the actual like voice recorder. So I'm going to send this home with Rob and you're going to just record your message. Um, if that's cool. Rob doesn't know that yet. I'm just going to tell him. Um, so if you can take this home later and you'll record. Um, it is so great to be back. We are now back into the swing of things. Our small groups start next week. Like I said, I'm really excited about that. But these next two weeks, we're going to talk about wisdom. Um, that during the last year, the pandemic, which I feel like is over now, I don't, Amen. I, I don't know, like, I really don't know what's going on. Um, it's so funny. Someone was like, I can't wait to go out to eat. And my Aaron and I is like, we've been eating now. Like as soon as like a restaurant opened, like we went to Ohio to like eat Texas Roadhouse and I took pictures. It was so weird. I'm such a weirdo. And I was just like super hyped because obviously, but, um, just in the world that we're living in now, it seems more than ever we need wisdom and it's timing that this message is being done because I was actually going to do this message before Passion Play, and then we end up, Rob ended up preaching, and I know it ended up being great, but I think we need wisdom more than ever, especially with what we're facing. From uh, vaccinations, to riots, to everything in between. I feel like we are rolling back around again, and I'm tired of it. Anybody else? I'm just like, I'm just like, are we done? <laughs> So yeah, because literally I had like, um, I was in a client session for counseling and I was like rubbing my eyes and things like that because I just ran out of ALJ, if you need ALJ, which is also an allergy um, thingy. See Kelly Metajevic afterwards and she can hook you up. Anyways, I was, I, like I ran out and said my allergies were wild and the client was looking at me. I was like, I swear, like the pollen is hard this year, like your girl's struggling. And so it's just been wild that the fact that I have to be like, I don't have COVID, like is like, that's even like a reason. So it's I just really annoying. I'm over it. And so I've been asking God in the last year for wisdom. So Proverbs, there's 31 chapters, 31 days in, in a month, maybe 28, a little bit of 29, 30, take your pick, just read it. But a proverb has been defined as a short statement based on long experience. So the theme of Proverbs is literally wisdom and knowledge. You need wisdom with knowledge. They all go together. It works together. And when Solomon was taking over for his father, David, he had a dream which God asked him, um, asked him for what he wanted for one thing. And God um, was willing to give it to him. And Solomon could have asked for anything. But Solomon asked for wisdom. You need to realize that wisdom is so important in your daily life. And when we're talking about wisdom, the reason why I planned it right before money matters, because you even need wisdom in your finances. Everyone here is an adult. Hopefully, everyone here is an adult. Okay, so you, you have a job, you're paying your bills, you need to be smart with your money. And I was watching, um, I was watching this documentary, because I mean, what else do you do on your free time? When you have some, and where I was, and I was watching how like people were trying to budget with like, with the little money that they had, and I like to. I'm a total minimalist. Everyone knows that a minimalist is like less is more for me, um, and so, it had me thinking as I was watching this like documentary, and I read a lot of Rachel Cruz, Dave Ramsey, which I do. I like agree like ninety percent of the stuff. Um, I have credit cards and I lease a car. So I would, according to Dave Ramsey, I would go to like Money Hell. Like I feel like 
I don't really care. Um, and so I, I need wisdom. So do you. And so as we read, even in Proverbs, we see um, Solomon sought wisdom, instruction, understanding, knowledge, increased learning, and wise counsel. Listen, when you ask God, he's going to give it to you, even down to the right job, the right spouse, the school you're supposed to go to, when you're supposed to get married, uh, all those things, those deeds, God wants to give them to you. It's not a surprise. And that's awesome. Even when you go to have parents, go to have uh, to be parents and have babies, it's like they're gonna give you. God's gonna give you wisdom and the right decision. Wisdom and and intellect or education are not the same. The Bible says knowledge alone puffs up. Knowledge is for the head, for wisdom is the heart. Knowledge teaches you, but wisdom is what transforms you. So we again, knowledge teaches, wisdom transforms. Wisdom is supernatural more than information. Wisdom is application. It's very important that we know that you need them together. So God is giving you wisdom and the knowledge to apply it. And so we can't wonder, why am I making all these bad decisions? It's like, well, one, did you pray about it? Did you seek counsel? In fact, it says in Proverbs, and we're going to talk about that next week, is it says that to have a multitude of counsel. So when you're going to make the right decision, go to people you trust. Hey, I'm really thinking about taking this job. What do you think? Well, let's, let's uh, pros and cons it. What is the Lord saying? Or I really, even the men, like this is huge. I'm really praying about if I should pursue this woman. Well, it's like, is she going to be a good helpmate? And it's not as something to degrade us as women, but it's like we come alongside the man. And so I think our generation as females, like, and we're going to be talking about that in small group, the characteristics of a woman, a godly woman, and then the, for the men, the characteristics of a godly man. Because I'm seeing now in this culture more than ever, we see it. Like they're stripping us of who our identity is. You are men. You are women. It is what it is. And so to be able to give you guys the tools, wisdom and knowledge, to take that out. Because the enemy is just trying to destroy our identities more than ever. And it's just, it should make us mad. It should be like, no, we're not going to put up with this crap. This is what the word of God says. We live in a world that is drowning in information and yet starving for wisdom. If you want to do anything, you could just Google it. Like I have diagnosed myself so many times. I should have no organs or a right foot. Like I'm not kidding. Like I have like... It was like last October, this is horrible. And we were leaving for vacation. It was like two weeks out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have the COVID. I caught Kelly. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? She's like, first of all, you don't have COVID. Stop it. And you got to have people who are willing to speak into your life and will not fan the flame of the gossip or fan the flame of the negative thoughts. Romans 12 talks about that we're supposed to transform our thoughts into holy and righteous thinking. So if you're hanging out with people who are completely negative, chances are you're negative as well. And so surround yourself using that wisdom and knowledge to be around people who are going to push you towards Jesus. Hence why the small group. The whole goal of the small group is for you guys to go and to create relationships. You don't need that. You don't need us. We're here to guide you through a small group. And it's like, hey, we're going to go do this, this, and this. It's like I remember being in young adults here, and we hung out more out in the real world than we did like outside of young adults. We still had those relationships out there. And so that's why we do the guys group, the girls night, those things. It's to create that community. Because when you have accountability, there's wisdom. That's why I literally handpick the leaders who we have. 
we can, we can grow and throw some more leaders in, but you got to use wisdom of who's going to pour into you. Always surround people who you would allow speak into your life. I would let all of these leaders tell me about myself. And they have, like in love. It's like, hey, what about this, this, and this? It's important. Even when you get older, like, it, and then you, you start to, because it's hard to find friends when you're in your 30s and 40s. You're like, awkward. Like, you're just like, this is what I do. And it's just, but it's good. It's good to find people to live and do life with. And so wisdom is understanding why you do the things you do. When you're at a loss and don't have a clue, ask God. He's not silent. That's the one thing we think God isn't listening. He wants to give you wisdom. Every morning, I invite Jesus to do life with me. It's like, okay, God, you're the leader. I'm the follower. Please don't, please, please protect me. And he does. And I love Creflo Dollar. Every morning, he does like these confessions of faith, him and his cute little wife. Um, but she's wild, so I listen to him more. Um, but I always had to say like the next day. And he, through the whole pandemic, went over Psalm 91 every day. And while he's saying it, he's like, every evil attack has now been thwarted. Like the enemy cannot touch you. And there's a reason why a lot of us did not get COVID. Like if like, and if you did, it's because the enemy's a liar and he's a big jerk. And believe me, because there's been times I, I think I've been in more quarantine in the last year. It's almost like the best way to describe it. And I, and I said it, and Cameron made a really great meme. Um, I, I said it when I was preaching about feeling like Mario. You know, when you're like dodging like the circle of fire. And it's just like, not only did my anxiety go up here, but I would have like clients or even people in church who would have COVID and I hug them or I spoke to them or they're in my room. And then I had to throw myself into quarantine for like 10 days. And I was like, this sucks. And so I was like, forget you 10 days, I'm gonna do three days. And so for three days, and I would watch. And there, and once again, you can ask Kelly, I would freak myself out. I'd be like, I'm dying. I can't talk. Like, I would be like really dramatic about it. Like, <laughs> but for real, I was really dramatic. And then when I had to go get the COVID test, that was, anybody ever have the test? Oh my gosh. The, the moment I pulled into a little fry farm thing, they're like, put your hands on the steering wheel and tilt your head back. I was like, oh my God. And I had like Caleb playing. I don't even like Caleb. And I was like, Jesus. They shove it up and pull it out. I was like, oh my God. Oh, no, she didn't stir. There was no stirring up in these nostrils. No, she just was like. And so like it, but pulling it out was harder. I'm having PTSD flashbacks right now. <laughs> yeah, I actually gave my grandmother, like, she, they gave me the Q-tip and I had to shove it up her nose. I was like, pass. Wow. But now they do it on the outskirts. Well, I had to do it myself. Oh my gosh, I, would, I wouldn't do it. I would not do it myself. I was not that far up. I was in and out. Oh, they like touched my brain. No. Like, nah, I know. So it's like even, <laughs> literally filling it. But even when, like, those moments of feeling that fear, fear is always a liar. If there's no peace, it's not God. And so part of wisdom, it's like if you're starting to feel anxious, that's not from the Lord. And so the way of wisdom we see in Proverbs 2, 1 to 3, it says, My son, if you receive my words and treasure my command within you so that you incline your ear to wisdom, apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding. A wise person is always teachable. Stay teachable, my friend, because you will get further in life 
having a teachable spirit than acting like a jerk and acting like you know it all. Like, honestly. And if you don't know, just ask. I ask a hundred questions a day. Literally. I'm like, I don't understand this. Why is that happening? Hmm. What? There is no dumb questions. I was going to say only dumb people. Just kidding. That's not true. That's not <laughs> but maybe it is. I'm just kidding. No, but ask questions. Stay teachable. Tune in to God. I love that. God will give you generously to those who ask. That's in James 1.5. The wiser you become, the more you realize how much you don't know. Wise men receive rebuke and correction. Okay? How do you take rebuke? Do you get defensive, argue, blame others? Then you are simply a fool. You need to be teachable. That's part of wisdom. Just learn. There are so many things I cannot tell you. I'm still learning. I've been in ministry for over 15 years, and I still don't, like, I still am making mistakes. I will never have it together. Like, even if you perfect something, there's always more to learn. And whatever that is, perfect your craft. If, if it's preaching or teaching or counseling or teaching and making cakes, I don't know, whatever you guys do, like, if that's your call, perfect it. Ask, surround yourself. And in fact, I, there's a saying that says, if you're the smartest person in the room, leave the room. Go to the next room and look for someone who can pour into you. That's basic discipleship. Once again, our heart is to lead you guys to become more like Jesus for the sake of others. Because by the time you're 25, you need to be out of here and you need to be discipling. Like, it's cool to see the people who were once in this room are now helping in other parts of the church. That's awesome. We don't want to hold you in here. We want you to get out and make disciples. Not just even in the church, but outside. When you're having lunch and coffee with your friends or kicking it with your boys, like talk about the gospel. In your relationships, talk about Jesus. If you seek wisdom as silver and search for her as a hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find knowledge of God. Wisdom is more important than all the wealth and fame in the world. You cannot separate wisdom from the word of God. So how much time are you spending reading the news compared to the Bible? And in my profession, it's really hard because I try, I have to stay on top of across the board. So I have to read three news articles or television, whatever, a day. It's very obnoxious because at one time, actually it's really hard sometimes because even what's going on, my spirit man gets fed and then my anxiousness starts to move all over the place. And I wish I could be like, I'm not watching that, but it's part of my work. I do public relations. So I need to know what's going on. But even it's just nuts because even this past weekend, so, uh, I was hanging out with some of my friends and we went to Pittsburgh. And I was like, oh, I'd love to drive down to the point because just kind of like, let's go do it. But thank God, wisdom was like, no, don't do it. And here there was a protest down by the point and they shut all the roads down because people were standing in the middle of the road to protest. So how do you think that happens? Being in tune with the Holy Spirit. And it's like being aware because it's like the Lord will stop you from going down a dark alley if you're not supposed to do that. Like even though you think like it's just an alley, but God is always protecting you. Be aware of the Holy Spirit. Even down to walking through the store, if God is like, hey, go down this aisle, it could be someone you minister to. And I believe, Rob, you talked last week about bringing that kingdom down and the whole idea of walking in that, walking in the Spirit. That's huge. That's why we push that. That's why we, as teachers, we, we push that because we want you to bring heaven down. We want you to walk in your authority that God has given you. You have all the authority. Now utilize it, and that's part of wisdom. 
How much more better is, get, is to get wisdom than gold, all to get understanding to be chosen rather than silver. We are all capable of making decisions that we will regret that will actually impact our children and grandchildren for years to come. Wisdom is a gift we can pass on and will last forever. Money they will spend, property they will sell, give wisdom, give them Jesus. And so this is why it's super important. I know it sounds crazy in your early 20s. Why are we talking about finances next, next month? Because I wish someone in my early 20s said, Sheena, you need a Roth IRA. I didn't even know what that was. I was like, what is that? And now in my like oh, mid-30s, oh dear God, um, it's so weird. I'm like a real adult now. Um, I then a couple years ago started understanding investments and things like that. That makes a huge difference for your life. So buying property, Kevin Jackman, who's one of our guys on staff, he says, you can't make more land. So I hope one of the guys talk about investment in land. Wait, if you're going to use your money, use it wisely. Like, and I know it's crazy because even over the past weekend, I was at Ross Park Mall and there was like literally pretty much nothing, like nothing really good because people spend their money dumbly, stupidly. That's okay to have fun. Like, I'm not against it. But it's just like, if you drop your whole stimulus money on a thousand pair of shoes, it's like you could be investing that. And so I, I'm, I know the guys next month are going to just give us so many great wisdom tools to, to help you guys out. And, and that's why we do what we do. Even when we had Ron Velazzi two years ago talk about um, the Financial Peace University. And there were actually kids who, and my brother being one of them, who paid for school out of pocket. Cause he's like, uh, yeah, Emily, yeah. Like, it's like, I'm not gonna take out a loan. And did we have to hustle and, and we had to save and he'll go back in the fall? Yeah, because I wish someone would have told me, Sheena, you don't have to take out a bajillion dollars worth of debt because I'm 35 and I'm still paying my debt off. It sucks, really bad. Cause like I'm bringing that into my marriage in the future. So, but I've been declaring that every time I pay it, that it will be gone quick. And then I will have a rich great uncle who I don't know exists will die and leave me all of the monies. <laughs> no, really, I've been praying that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Someone could leave me all the money. So don't don't put God in a box. Yeah, Yo, what'd you say? Yeah, sure. I wish. Just kidding. <laughs> wisdom is knowing what God, I love this. Wisdom is knowing what God is doing in our time. I see like our culture is, is in, with every addiction. Everyone is looking for the fountain of youth, but we need to realize the fountain of life is ultimately Jesus. The world thinks the Bible is behind the times. Proverbs tells these truths have stood the test of time. The wisdom of God is a person and that's Jesus. And it's crazy because if you look through Proverbs, you can apply all these Proverbs to today, whether it's, it's saying like, you're lazy if you don't work. Like, she's just like straight point. And that kind of makes me mad. Like even like for unemployment, um, there are jobs, jobs upon jobs. And I follow, this is really random. I follow this pizza place and um, they uh, said that they are so, they cannot do deliveries anymore because everyone is still not working because they rather collect their unemployment. I was like, what? So now they're hiring like 10 pizza people. Like, pizza people. Like, I was like, what? Or you can play the violin outside of Target. <laughs> Has anyone seen that, the violin scammer? 
Okay, so there's this, there's this woman that stands out outside of Target as a violin scammer. She plays music and plays this like violin that has broken strings. And it's pretty crazy. She's not really playing. What? I've heard a guy. What? I might just do that hustle too. Playing like a saxophone or something, but then he went and got in a car. And then my aunt saw him go and get in his car. His Mercedes? It was like a oh, like lucky. A, some kind of like, <laughs> real big Jeep or something like that. She's like, Rob. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rob's Jeep. And, <laughs> but let's use them. Next, guy, <laughs> next guy, can I bring your instrument? Yeah, I have old recorders. Yeah. I'll bring the old recorders. I'm in. <laughs> I could play three blind mice. <laughs> you play the triangle like nobody else. Okay, cool. Do you have any debt? Bring it forth. Cowbell. Cowbell. We got drums. Anybody? Crystal, you're not a dude. You, you can't. You, it's guys night. It's 2021. You can be a dude. <laughs> okay, so. We're talking about what is wisdom, but what is the difference between wisdom and knowledge? Wisdom and knowledge, both reoccurring themes. According to the dictionary on Google, wisdom is the ability to discern or judge what is true, right, or lasting. And I love that. And, and even like what is true and what is right. And that should be a question you ask across the board. Is this true? Is this right? Because you're going to have people who say things to you. And it will be a lie sometimes. So God, is this truth? Is this, is, is this what you're saying? Is it right? So that's, that's wisdom. Knowledge, on the other hand, is information gained through experience and acquaintance. Knowledge can exist without wisdom, but not the other way around. One can be knowledgeable without being wise. How many people know that? People can be full of knowledge, but dumber than a stump. So, sorry, that was offensive. <laughs> Knowledge is knowing how to use a gun. Wisdom is knowing when to use it and when to keep it holstered. So, God wants us to have wisdom of him and what he expects of us. In order to obey him, we have to knowledge. We have to have knowledge of the commands. That's why it's so important. You have to know the word of God. Like the word of God is so important because when you're making life decisions, you're going to know, oh, this is this is not godly. This is godly. Proverbs, Psalms, the Gospels. That's why we push the Gospels. It's because we want you to know your authority to move mountains in your life, whether it is fear, whether the next step, any of those things. When we know that knowledge and wisdom equally important, but the facts about God in the Bible, wisdom is a gift from God. It's so important. Asking God for wisdom and making daily decisions. Once again, inviting him every day to be a part of what you're doing. Because listen, I'm sure some of you with what, you, what you're working and what you're doing need that wisdom. Because, okay, I'm going to use Rob as an example. Like, God forbid, like, Rob doesn't ask for wisdom. And he has to, like, I don't even know what Rob does. You're kind of like, you're kind of like Chandler on Friends. <laughs> He's a trans sponsor. <laughs> Anybody see Friends? Yeah, where no one knows what Chandler Bing does. But, I, but you know it's so important. Yeah. Rob makes sure packages are delivered. Sure. You oversee a lot of stuff. He's an engineer. Yeah. He's an engineer. Yeah. 
So can you Okay, so say Rob was not paying attention in the meeting and you give a horrible direction. Have you done that? I have a feeling you don't. Well, no. Okay. But what I have done is you, you have to gain the knowledge. Yeah. So that takes experience, right? So you make mistakes in the beginning that you won't make in the end. If you pay attention and learn from your own mistakes. That's true. You can make mistakes, just don't keep making them. Even better, learn from the mistakes of other people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah. That is, oh, yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> That's good. So, yeah, learn from us. Literally, that's what I always say, too. It's like, learn from us in our small groups when we talk in these messages. It's like, we've already gone before you. We've done really dumb choices. Like, I've made some really stupid choices. God has protected me every time. Same with you. And so, for, uh, James 1, 5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all those without finding fault, and it would be given to you. God blesses us with wisdom in order for us to glorify him and to use the knowledge of him that we have. The book of Proverbs is perhaps the best place in the Bible to learn a biblical wisdom. Proverbs 1, 7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. To fear the Lord is the start of your path to knowledge, and God can begin to provide us with wisdom through Christ, who the Bible says wisdom is from. It is because of him that you are in Christ, who has um, given us wisdom that is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. It's so important. That relationship with Christ, that is what's going to help you with your wisdom. Now, knowledge is what is gathered over time through a study of scripture. It could be wisdom in turn, um, Wisdom is the fitting application of knowledge. And just like what Rob said, it's like you learn from other people. That is so important. I feel like sometimes our pride might get in the way and be like, well, I don't really care what they do. It's like, no, no, what they did, don't do. And that's how you're, you're going to really just continue to move forward. And even in studying um, work, your boss will appreciate if you go above and beyond. Always be a person of excellence always be a person of excellence. It's not some sort of perfectionism mindset. It's like, God, I'm giving you my best. And that's how you get promoted. And didn't, can we share about your permit? Go, go for it. Okay, I think you, here, come up because I'm holding a mic. So come up. And I want you to hear Daniel's promotion story because this is like buck wild. And, and go ahead, tell us your story. Okay, so I'm actually going to start back with getting the offer for the new job. Perfect, and he had to actually, shave his beard. Actually, really, I need to go back further than that. I need to go back to a conversation that Jason and I had a little bit over a year ago. Perfect, I love these <laughs> stories. Okay, yeah. So, uh, a little bit over a year ago, I was getting bounced around. I was doing a lot of different jobs within my company. And so I was coming to Jason, and I'm like, I feel really overwhelmed. I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm just going all over the place. And Jason spoke over me years ago and said, they're prepping you for a supervisor position. They are prepping you for leadership. <laughs> okay, like Jason. Right. He's like, they're getting you ready to move forward in that company. So it took a little bit over a year. I was getting really annoyed with some stuff going on at work. And so I started looking around at other jobs and actually got an offer from this other job. And I actually accepted the offer. And when I went to turn my two-week notice in, my employer said, no, I won't accept your two-week notice. I want to negotiate. I want you to stay. So... I came in, actually this was on Monday, and we sat down, we had a 45 minute long discussion in which he gave me a significant raise, outbid the other company that was already giving me a raise, 
And then on top of that, he demoted my boss, which was half of my problems. He's 55 years old. He's been at the company for over 20 years. In other words, he's been working there longer than I've been alive. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> he demoted him and promoted me, and I'm now an area supervisor for half of the shop. And now yeah. he is one of my guys. He's one of my employees. Yeah, well, God do it. So. And, awesome. you know, that was something that was in the works for literally over a year. I mean, Jason called that out long before I ever even saw that being a possibility. That's awesome. So, we need to give that to the, the Holy Spirit and the wisdom that he's instilled in me, seeing that and me recognizing that and giving that over to him, what the Lord told me to tell him. Yeah, and, that and is awesome. Just what I was telling Rob earlier today was about, you know, there are things in this new position that I am not accustomed to. It's my first time in a serious leadership position. But that's where I'm taking the knowledge that I've already developed, and I'm just saying, you know what, I have confidence in the fact that I know what I know, I know what I can do, and what I don't know how to do, I trust that the Lord will provide both the Nosdom and the, the, the Nosdom, wow, <laughs> knowledge and wisdom to develop on that and move yeah. into this new position. Yeah! So, you know. Thank you for sharing. Dude, that's the And we shouldn't be surprised, because God's always going to elevate his kids. So, do, like, I'm so high, I'm so excited, especially because the Lord allowed Jason, who was in tune to what Holy Spirit was saying, to then speak over Daniel, who then was able to believe that, even though he, that the whole waiting process does stink. When you're in the waiting, it stinks. But what are you doing in the waiting? You're, you're, God is perfecting things in your life. He's preparing you. It's a beautiful place, a hard place, whether whatever you're waiting for. But let it be known, the end game. That wisdom that you that Daniel's learned over this job, he's now able to apply. And God is faithful and just every time to move forward and to bring his promises to pass. So I'm so excited for the new things that God is doing in lead. What God is doing in your lives, this is why we do what we do. We're just so excited to see, see what God does. And so... As we wrap this up, um, part two is next week. I knew, obviously, I wasn't going to get to everything, but all is well. It will be good. Um, let's pray. And then, yeah. So, Father, we love you. God, I thank you so much, Lord. We just give you all the glory for what you're doing in our lives, Lord. And I pray for anyone who's listening, if they are just struggling with wisdom, God, and knowledge, that you would give it to them, Father. You would bring people around them to speak into their lives, God. And I just even declare prophetic words to flow from each one of us, God, um, to build one, one, one another up, God, that we would edify you, edify one another, Jesus. And so, Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you that wisdom ultimately comes from you. And so we thank you. We love you. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen.